Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know, that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, Kix. Hi. We're here. We're here. We're hot queer. off, hot off a great episode last week, don't you think? Yes, what a good time. I mean, it really um evolved into something that I know you've been begging for, mm-hmm. and that's for me to watch Mob Wives from the beginning. Yeah, and and we did it successfully. We're yeah, here. I can't look away. No, I don't think I ever lead you astray. No. I feel like my suggestions are good. I just think you don't take them. I don't. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. I think you think you, like, you do this thing. Because I actually, something I like to think about myself is I think I can, I don't lead many people astray. Like, I think I have good understandings of what people like. And I can be like, you should do this. No, I, because I, I actually, really like I it. totally agree with you. It's more about, like, I just get, sh- like, I like to be comforted. So, like, mm-hmm. if someone's like, you have to watch the show, it's amazing. I'm like, then that means I have to, I can't two screen or I can't. But this you can two yes, screen. Yes, I know. I've been off yeah. the whole weekend was watching it working. So um, it's really phenomenal. I'm just having, like, a really nice time. No, I get but, it. Trust, trust me. I get yeah, it. <laughs> everybody gets it. I mean, it's, like, literally um, culture. But it's not as, I don't think it's as watched as you, like, think it is. No, I don't think it's like... it's like, still kind of an, it's still, it's not like the world watched it and you missed out, like... No, I believe it's, you. It's, to me, Based on it's the production something that people are... From season one to this, um, mm-hmm. season four, which didn't change at all. So... <laughs> <laughs> not a damn bit. I believe that, um, yeah, it's not being watched by everybody. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. And I... Like, I think uh, we've gotten some DMs from people saying that they are starting from yes, the beginning. Yes, agreed. Our episode, which we, I love to hear that. Wait, so we have, so we're doing our, what we're watching episode this week. So at the end of uh, this episode, we will reveal what we are covering uh, next week. Um, but for now, we are just chatting uh, us. Chatting yeah. us, chatting life. Well, chatting and what we're watching. What we're watching. So <laughs> speaking of what, what we're watching, you've been watching Mob Wives. So I want to hear where you're at in the journey and like what takes you have, who you're loving, who you're hating, because in our episode, we, you, we did not have the same characters cast of characters. So you don't have Ange yet, but you do have Karen and you have Carla. Carla. Okay. Karen or Carla, which one of them is the Arizona girl? That's Karen. Okay. Carla has gorgeous hair. I can't stop looking at it. Stunning. That's the hair that I was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) We had an offline conversation about Kix cutting her hair, and she was like, I'm nervous I'm going to look like this. It's in a picture of this, Coconut like, head from Ned's th- the Classified School Survivor. Yeah. That reference goes over my head, regardless Come of on. our friend being in that we show. F- I never watched an episode. Tom, your best friend seen- is in it, so... I know, but I never watched it, and I'm sorry, that's not something I'm going to go back and... <laughs> watch i've seen all of his clips of him like in his hijinks and stuff but i'm not gonna like crawl into bed and watch ned's from the beginning i feel like i just missed the boat on that that's fair but well i'm disappointed but you're right you're watching mob wives and i'm watching ned's like someone needs to come to a wellness check on me (laughs) yeah (laughs) um no 
coconut head. It's like a thick ass bob. And I was like, I said to Kix in a text, I said, your hair is very fine. And I realized it read as like a, you, you're, you're fine. No, no, no. But then also. That's not how I read it. To me. You read it as like you're balding, no, but that's not what I mean. To me, like fine hair isn't like a compliment. Not fine as in like, no, oh, how are you fine? We have the same hair. Well, I mean, Kix, like, it's long. It's yeah. fine hair and there's a lot of it. Mom has different. Mom has thick ass hair. If mom cut her hair in that picture, she would like look like that. Um, <laughs> Carla has gorgeous fucking hair. I, the whole but time, like it, it's heavy. Like I feel like half her body weight is the weight of her yeah. hair. And she the blowout, the way she's like trying to throw a, she's winding up for a punch, and it's just kind of like flowing in the wind. Like mm-hmm. the episode that I just watched was I'm on like season one episode. six six or seven uh you gotta keep going you said it's like you all it's all you've been watching that's you can i thought you were like in season two no 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 no. um they're at um renee's house and they're all like in heat is the best way i could describe it they're all right sexual heat fucking fight like yeah i know i know the scene they're renee Pull someone's hair. They're throwing mm-hmm. punches. Then, like Drita, who is like a born killer. killer. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> no, she's never allegedly killed someone. She is just like so feisty. Feisty is being nice. Um, gets so like taken like in the moment that she wants to also start throwing punches. Yeah, she gets mad that she's not involved in the punch, and so she takes her shoes off. So she can she can really really get in there, um, and it's really bananas. I'm having like it's, after the. It's kind of fun violence. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like delicately because say that there I'm are not, certain fights that I'm not taken aback by them wanting to hurt each other. <laughs> I know, no, I know exactly what you mean. There is some violence that lands just nice and light. Like a pillow, and then there's some violence that just like shatters the earth and is a cultural reset. Like, like the barn. Like the barn is an is an example of not fun violence. Now, do I think that Candace was provoking? I do. That's my one thing about violence on these shows is the person that gets hit never really has to talk. Never has to. Never is down to acknowledge the ways in which they provoked it, across the board. They're like, I like, just, I'm. Th- Throwing punches with my, the my words, and it's like, it's like, well, you know, not all shows operate the same, and some shows people will punch you, so just don't ever say that in life, right? And there's something just like inherently Staten Island about like okay, being at a like a uh, overhead fluorescent, like white and tan with weird decoration kitchen, and throwing mm-hmm. punches. It feels like not to stereotype Staten Island. Well, sure. (laughs) Well, I a violence that felt so good to watch is when Stassi slapped the shit out of Kristen. So funny in season two of Vanderpump Rules. It's hilarious because it's like she wanted to hit her so bad that she did something really unnatural with her arm. (laughs) And you know, people are probably going to come at me for this, and maybe I shouldn't say it, but we're going to venture into this territory. There's something about the Portia Kenya fight at the reunion that's so um, 
it's not as it doesn't feel as violent as um as some other things it feels more just like a cultural reset like we had never seen a housewife t- go to those lengths to, and to then be laying on the floor sobbing nini in her face being like you have don't ruin your career over this and then she's pulled out of the cast for the next season as a friend of comes in as the the new Lucille uh, Lucille Ball of the Housewives <laughs> franchise and then re-enters as our comedy queen of Atlanta. It's like such a why I just the that whole story right there is po is p- poetry. Mark Twain so. could never Mark Twain wishes, <laughs> bitch. Okay, so speaking of um, Mark Twain, Mark Twain is an awful example. He's so racist. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's something. <laughs> there's something about him. Um, speaking of racist and violence, tell me about Vanderpump because I know you've been starting. Well, no, the no, I want, I, I want, I still need more on on Mob okay, Wives. So I, I need, I need like or hate Karen. All you said, all you've talked about was Carla's hair. Just go, it's really gorgeous. <laughs> So do you like Karen? Um, she's a little try hard. Pick me. I agree. That's all you got to say. Yeah. I agree completely. And she stays that way. Um, she's not. And also the way she's monopolizing on her father's behavior bothers me. Yeah. Cause she left. She, and I see why they're mad. Yeah. Like Renee's like, I'm still living in this shitty townhouse, fucking mobsters. And you get to live on like, she lives in beautiful Arizona, living a perfect life. And then when she hears VH1 cameras are going up, comes back I to mean, the scene of the crime. I would as well. I know, but she's labeling herself as this like Staten Island mob, mob daughter, like diva. And in the second season, her whole storyline, she writes this book called like Born in the Mob or something like that, where it's like all these stories and everyone's like, girl, one, your dad killed people. Oh, he's a murderer. <laughs> One, your dad killed people, and then on the flip side, your dad ratted out essentially everyone in this town. So I don't know who you think, who you think is here for this. Geographically, I have a lot of questions as well, because Staten Island, to me, I'm opening a map, is not a big fucking place. No, it's probably oh, as no, big, big as like no, it's big. It's like probably like as big as like I would say. Oh, maybe it's like much, Chelsea down to the bottom of the it's of Manhattan. bigger than that. It, it's like Brooklyn from yeah, maybe. like Brighton Beach to Williamsburg big. See how many Manhattans it could fit in there. Like, I don't know. We can do this offline. I, I don't think this is like great content. Manhattans? Could you fit in can Staten Island? Can you fit in Staten Island? I'm going to say like not a, not a full Manhattan. Counterintuitive, the answer is not how big is Staten Island versus Manhattan? Counterintuitive, the answer is not only yes, but is over twice as much. So I think Staten Island is twice, like on like square footage, twice as square big. footage, twice as big. Oh, wow. Great. Well, there you go. Where you know, <laughs> because in my mind, I'm like, this, this tiny ass place. I mean, Manhattan's also not that big, but um. I was picturing truly like a neighborhood size, like <laughs> no. island that all these women are just hanging out in and 
I don't know. No, people just don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I've driven like, across it. Like, I think the Staten Island Ferry is more successful one way than the other. Because Staten Island people need to get to Manhattan. But Manhattan people do not need to get no, to No, the Staten only Island. reason people are going from Manhattan to Staten Island is to get a free... To go home. Is, no, to get a free <laughs> look at the Statue of Liberty. Well, yes, that too. But I'm saying also just to go home. Yeah. Huh. So. so, yes, when I'm watching this, the whole time I'm thinking it's, like, small town the size of, like, mm-hmm. you could, like, throw a rock and hit the water on each side. Right. No, it's big. And also something when you're watching, like, I find a lot of times when you're watching, even when I'm watching Vanderpump Rules, I don't like Los Angeles. And I'm so sorry to all the L.A. girlies out there. It's just not for me. And even watching that, I'm like, I would love to just, like, saddle up at the bar at Pump and see what's cooking in mm-hmm. WeHo. Just to, like, say I'm there. Which I have done before once, actually. Um, but Staten Island, watching Mob Boys, I, it, it lessens my desire to go there. Yeah, I just... Like, I don't watch it being like, I would love to have a vodka crayon at Drunk Monkey with Big Ange. I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. Can Big Ange get on the ferry coming to the city? Would <laughs> I do that? downtown. Sure. But, um, it's, I... So, pe- going back to people, I love Drita. I love her. Yeah, I know. For all the violence aside. I just really think she's insane. Her and um, her husband are bonkers. Well, yeah, it's fucked up. But she really, she has a really, well, and their whole issue with Karen, too, yeah. is kind of weird. I just, I don't see why Karen cares them. I'm kind of team Drita on that. It's like. Well, I agree. She's like, I'm with him now. Who cares? Yeah. And like, it's, she was like, it's not like you guys like were together or well they were together for a while no i know but it's not like she cheated on they cheated on each other with her or vice versa whatever i don't know i yes would i be pissed absolutely but now what that was when you were 18 so yeah they were kids and but these all people these people live and breathe the staten island culture so like it's it's the same thing as if like we just never left Flower Mound. It's like the same thing. Yeah. You know, it's like they all grew up there. Their families are dead there because of mob violence. Like they're just like their blood is entrenched. One of the most, the craziest scenes, I I think crazier than them throwing punches in a suburban kitchen was Renee calling Junior at this like shitty, weird bar restaurant because this man was being like really scary, and she was like, "Oh yeah, she was like, I remember do you know that. who I am? Do you know who I am?" And the guy was like, "No, I'm not team him because he's disgusting. Because he was ready to show like dick pics, which is so fucking gross and um, uh, assault." But the way that she was like, "Let me call Junior," and called this man who is on parole who is, like, prone to crime because he's fucking mm-hmm. in jail all the time, is like, no, why don't you come, like, risk your parole and come beat up this man at this, like, Chili's? Well, Renee's temper gets the best. No, it's, it's insane. And then and she's remember so when emotional, the... too, because she's, like, so mm-hmm. fucking angry and then weeping. You haven't seen the worst. No, I know. You keep saying that, and I'm glad I don't know spoilers, because I know that there it's crazier, which is hard to believe, because they've already all been arrested. So, it's yeah, 
you got to keep watching and we got to check back in when you get to the pivotal moment season two. So you'll, you'll know when you're there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, what I am currently quite obsessed with is uh, one, the man that shit next to Hillary Clinton in the aisles I'm of someone like that. <laughs> A serial pooper. You think that's an onion article. You would. So if you don't know, just Google Hillary Clinton's serial pooper. I know you were like, wow, I've never put those four words together. You'll get to something. Page six has an article about how Hill, Hill and Chels went over to just some like hot on Broadway. girls. Yeah, having a night on the town with some dinner, some martinis and a Broadway show. And uh, they uh, were subject to a serial pooper who I guess has been haunting that theater haunting by leaving shit piles in the aisles piles in the aisles and they don't know they don't know where it's coming from so the thought is well and i i need to find the the page six journalist's name and i journalist with a capital j because they are doing the lord's work and the leading line in this article was some like it very hot Right, no, no, very, some like it. Some like it's steaming hot. I mean, who thinks of that? That's like not something I would ever think to actually put it's into disgusting. writing and publish. We're also not like poop people. Like we didn't like grow up being like <laughs> let's talk about poop. Like and so the thought of like being a journalist and a like being paid to talk about poop makes mm. my like skin. Well, crawl. no, they're just paid to talk about the news, babe. Like they're just talking about what's happening in the city, the great city of New York. <sighs> so yes, they and they cited him as a serial pooper who keeps doing this. So. We got to find the serial pooper wherever they are. The article is by Ian Mohar. Ian Moore. Moore. Thank you for your service. May you please come on the pod. I also would love to kind of get some boots on the ground from some ushers at some like. Yeah. You would really like to hear more about what it's been like there since um, uh, serial, po- serial pooper showed up. We saw like, some like it hot and there was we no did. We did not. stinky stink like it hot. No, no steaming shit in the aisles for us. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like first we had the Golden State Killer. Now we have the Sound Like a Hot Cereal Pooper. Maybe it's the 23 next, and the Me that will get to the bottom of, of it. Uh, yeah, seriously, that would be smart. And they need to just run a DNA test on the shit. Why have they not done that? See if it's a, they're in the system. What if it's animal shit? Because that would throw a wrench. If they wanted to be anonymous, that's how you would do it. What a really surreal evening when you're like enjoying <laughs> this beautiful, wonderful show. We both personally really loved it. And then you're walking to go get your $30 glass of wine and you step in shit. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> hilarious. This is true dumpster dive territory. Am I right? <laughs> this is. And in at first, like our... I was texting Donnie about it and he was like, you know, at first I thought it was protests. Like someone was leaving shit by Hillary, Mm -hmm. especially because Trump's about to be about to be arrested. Hopefully. Yeah. Wasn't supposed to happen today? No, it's pushed to tomorrow, but there's also, I think New York city asked for another day extension to put security and measures here, both on both all sides. I think there's good people on both Um, sides. (laughs) <laughs> what a time okay anyways <laughs> what a time to be alive um 
but and and the world is truly burning mm-hmm. around us. Yet we have to focus on this. So um, levity. But the other thing I'm obsessed with <laughs> <laughs> um, is Vanderpump Rules. Still, yeah. So what season are you on? Would you like to exploit your timeline for everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started. I'm a little over two weeks um, into my rewatch. Um, I am officially on season five, episode mm-hmm. 19. It's giving kicks <laughs> 19. in 2021 the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, here's the thing is I've replaced it with my bedtime show. I've replaced it with my work from home show. I've replaced it with my while I'm cooking dinner podcast. I've replaced it with, because it really is a podcast. It's, it's a, it's a radio play. Sure. You can especially when you know the characters, you can press play and just go about your apartment and you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. And somehow I always find myself right in front of the screen for the iconic moments. So look at God. I mean, look at God. <laughs> I mean, it is a wild rewatch and you know, season four and five, I'm very familiar with because I, for some reason, that's where I initially started. My journey was at four so I had heard about all the drama with six, which I'm I'm really excited to rewatch six because for those that don't know, six is when it opens with, um, the rumor about Jack's fucking faith next to the old woman who's on like a a breathing tube. <laughs> it's just like really, days I'm of really our life to, literally could never, could never, and you know I'm really excited to just like touch ground with that. But um, you know to get there you got to get through five seasons but i was like i i was like i don't know that i want to do that so i'm gonna watch reunions and then i'll watch like season four and five because i wanted to watch the tom katie married season because i know that that has its own drama with the bachelor party so i watched four and five and then six and then like skimmed through one two three like back when i first started my journey but i don't know that i really sat down and watched front to top top to tip top to bottom one through three so that like i don't think i'd really consumed that in its entirety and they're pretty crazy i would say three is kind of flop tina to me because it's so centered on sheena's wedding which is she's a flop tina even though she's my queen i have to say on the rewatch stassi becomes more i remember used to think she was the best yeah like the shit i really did she doesn't do it for me anymore because I think in not because I not because of her cancellation. I mean, that's a that is a reason to hate her. Just watching the show, she incites the the meanest of behavior out of everyone. She's mean. But I actually don't think she's the meanest. She just makes people meaner than her almost like she makes Kristen and Katie awful human beings. And I think they probably are awful human beings, but she just like is the catalyst for them to become worse, Mm -hmm. which makes her almost worse. It's kind of like Trump. Honestly, (laughs) he's like the catalyst to make people feel like welcome to behave like actual animals. That is Stassi to me. Like she really does that. And biggest victim of that is Katie. I do. I know know she's going through. Yeah. I think that she is now. Mm-hmm. I think she's a good person. I think she's grown up. Yeah, grown up. I don't or come to is, few. <laughs> yeah, I watching these old seasons. You're like, I get why Sheena is so upset the whole time because she's like, these people are awful. I'm, I 
try to root for them and they get mad. I root for the other people. They get mad. Yeah. Like she's literally on an island of her own trying to make good reality TV and is just drowning. And so you really root for Sheena, even though they don't want you to. And Katie is the worst type of bride. We go, we she, won't get into your wedding. The stuff, wedding but, season, um, the wedding season is tough. She no, she just like doesn't say what she really wants, mm-hmm. it, and says that she has to have a budget, but then says no budget, and then says that she wants this, and then doesn't, and then gaslight. And I think Tom is trash, but gaslights him into so many corners where he can't win, <laughs> and she just is like, it's like clear that there are other things. But instead, she's, like, putting her energy into the wedding. And in reality, I mean, it just came up in the episode that I was talking about. But what she should be addressing is the fact that he is, he cheated on her and she hasn't gotten over it. But oh, instead. God, after, exhausting. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Instead of after cheating on her, like, talking about it, she asked, she put an ultimatum on their relationship and said, you have to propose to me within six months. After he cheated on her. Like, that's, like, not the... Like, no, that's not the no, sequence no, no. of events that makes any no. sense. So it's, like, no wonder you're entering in to a engagement that's so tumultuous. Ooh. It's fucked up. Do and, you... I have a question for I'm, you. Yeah, go ahead. From now that you've been re-watching, does the show hold up? Definitely, because there really isn't anything like it. Yeah. They've tried to re... They've tried to replicate it with, like... um. Because it, it's not like, Jer- I think this was their attempt at making a Jersey Shore-like show because they realized they didn't have a show with that, like, age group. Mm-hmm. Because Southern... And so that was Bravo's attempt at it, and it was successful in its different way. It's They're not similar, but but it's successful in the way it's, like, a group of friends and all that stuff. And then they did Southern... So then they did Southern Charm, which is different because they're not all naturally friends. They're, like, more of in a social circle, mm-hmm. and they don't work together. And then they did Summer House, which there's a Summer House episode of Vanderpump Rules where they like transition, like Stasi goes to Montauk and then Kyle takes over and Kyle's in confessionals. Um, And also, I forgot that the Workers Twins were like the Sheena. They like, they started Summer House. They like were at Sir. There's a scene with them in Stasi at Sir. And they're like, have you ever been to a house in the Hamptons? And Stasi's like, no, but I'd love to come. Let's do it. Okay, I had just looked it up because so yeah, um, Vanderpump Rules premiered January seventh, twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Summer House was twenty seventeen, and then Southern Charm was twenty fourteen. Yeah, no, I I knew that it was in the in the middle yeah. there because that's a that show is now kind of similar to VPR, but in its initial conceit. It was not meant to be like that. Like there were old people in it and young people. Mm-hmm. Like it was about it was about Charleston society, mm-hmm. not about young people getting drunk and fucking and cheating right. on each other. Yeah. That's what it's become because of the cast. But initially, it was Thomas Ravenel, um, Whitney, who the, both of them are like, and they were in their forties when when the show started, and Patricia Alchel, who's Whitney's mom, mm-hmm. and then and then a couple youngins in the mix. So it wasn't really the same. Because yeah, they but, are trying to like redo Vanderpump Rules now. But now they are, in different right. ways of like we had Candy's Candy and the Gang. Candy and the Gang. Mm-hmm. We had the Southern Charm spinoff. I would say that it's so different 
Vanderpump Rules and Summer House are so different to like the similar to Southern Charm. It's like Southern Charm, they just know each other because they are in this like weird ass bubble in the United States. And say like um Summer House, they just know each well, it started they were friends, but now it's they just know each other because they're all rent in the same the show the show tells them to know exactly. Each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and what v- VPR also has that's so different is that it has the initial conceit of the sh- restaurant, mm-hmm. but these people legit have known each other forever mm-hmm. and have been working together, have been fucking, fucking each other. Yeah. <laughs> like Stassi, I always forget Stassi dated Peter for like six months before yes. she ever dated Jack. Yes. Like, like, like they- Katie fucked Jax. No, sorry. Katie fucked um, Peter. No, Katie fucked Peter everybody's too. Fucked before, Peter. well, everybody's fucked Peter. The John, the pi- Peter the pirate. Peter the pirate who's just book. He's just busy. He's working. He's, he's working still there. on the show, but he's still. He, I saw a, like a reel of Sir. I mean, he's the last man no, standing. He literally he's the only works one there. there. He's like still the G, G, GM of Sir. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's a really it's a really good rewatch. If you've never watched the show, you will fully be obsessed. I actually don't know anyone who's ever started from the beginning and not been this just hooked because it's unlike anything you've ever it's seen. It's just like pure reality TV because, yes, like what we've mentioned before, almost every episode, I feel like, is that it was pre, it was perfect timing. It was pre-influencer culture re like bachelorette people being famous but not far away so it's still relevant Mm -hmm. to like watching it in 2023 but it's not so but the like people on there are like genuinely not trying to be on television for like the fab fit fun ads like they're trying to be on television for like money and as everybody is but you know what i mean yeah no, it's it's good. I highly suggest. I think I'll probably jump ship after season seven because six is kind of the last amazing season, and then seven and eight are where things start to take little twists and turns. Um, that are it just it's they get money. Yeah, after they six. they buy homes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they buy homes till like eight, but they still like get money, and it just loses its gritty charm. But I do think I am going to. I'm loving this like rewatch the show from the beginning journey for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my next rewatch, I'm going to dive into um, Married to Medicine again. Mm. I've already seen it from the beginning, but just I love how good those old seasons are. Mm-hmm. So and it's like really comforting TV. So do I you think do that, that you'll watch like next episode, like the current season of VPR? Because they show like the I've been watching. I've been watching live every week. Oh, Flex. It's just been appointment viewing. I got to see what's going on. <laughs> I know. Like, I the mean, season was even good before. The season was good before the drama yeah, was happening. Been... Things were actually cooking. So that's what the girls are saying. It's worth a watch. You should watch it. You would like yeah. it. Um, this last episode, I should talk about this because this had we. I don't think we talked about. Well, no, we definitely didn't talk about it last week. So, the last episode was the first episode that we've had since. Oh, wait. I'm not over two weeks in. I'm only 10 days into my binge, I think. <laughs> when were mom and dad here? It was that weekend that I started. Mom and dad were here on the 5th. 
So it's been. And what's today? The twenty first. Oh no! Yeah, it's. Oh no no! That's it has two been two weeks. weeks. I'm getting I'm getting a little mixed up. Sorry, last week's episode was the second since we've seen the drama unfold. Right. I don't actually know if that's right. I think it might I, be I, the I'm third. getting confused. But I mean, no no no! It's definitely not regardless regardless. Last week was the first time we got a lot of really weird big nods to what's happening yeah. because we get the fallout of their trip to God knows where in Arizona. This girl's trip, this like Katie's divorce. They do a Katie's div- getting divorced trip with the girl who's trying to kiss her um, divorced husband. It's so weird. I'm like, why did you ever invite Raquel? She's on forced the girl's to be trip? there. There's no way. I know, yeah. I know, but it's just it, it's it doesn't make any sense. And you know, it the timeline we don't know yet. But she either started fucking Tom right after that girl's trip when she gets because after the girl's trip ends, she goes and crashes the guy's night. And that's where the clip was going viral of Tom like smiling at her when she got there. And it's really creepy. So either they fucked right after the guy's night that night or they had started right before the girl's trip. Um, it's either one of the two because it's like in that time timeline. That's how it's just. Well, Tom has been. Here's the thing. Tom is a master manipulator because watching the show, he's fucked up from. He, he does a lot of shady shit in the end of season one and two and three. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if it's just like he genuinely loved Ariana for a good chunk of time. But like season four, five, six, he kind of it, him and Ariana are kind of the center moral compasses of the show. They don't really have that much drama mm-hmm. and kind of and then actually just kind of continuing on. I mean, he, he pulls some dick moves with their with their drink, the cocktail book. Um, but the cheating stuff doesn't really, there's no more cheating rumors. They kind of become the moral compass. Lisa is always using Tom as examples of like, you're the best guy. Like, and I think he is having a midlife crisis and I think he's he's, um, resorting to his, like, I think when you go through midlife crises, it's, you want to be who you were when you were a 23 year old man about town again Mm -hmm. right and when he was a 23 year old man about town he was uh, a model getting attention from all the women that he ever wanted to see at the bars and just fucked different girls every night and cheated on them and did all this stuff like all while he was dating Kristen like he was fucked up and I think he's just falling back into it again because he's having I mean anyone who if, if you are with someone who at the age of 42 says to you I love you, babe. I'm going to start a cover band. Seek help. (laughs) And on top of cover band, I'm going to like grow a mustache. Like, and I'm going to dress like Harry Styles. I'm like, we got to like look within. Cause when you see drastic changes in people, you got to, you got to check back in. Well, there it is. People. (laughs) Is that that hot of a take? If if you care about someone and they're making drastic changes. Your soapbox is a nice place for you to be sitting. You're just hitting a lot of like good takes. I mean, I think that, it's fucked up. I I mean, I don't know what else. It's I wanna watch next week's or this week's episode because You need to watch I would watch last week. You don't need to watch the first girls trip episode. Right. Nothing really happens except they go and um Raquel or Rachel makes out with Garcelle's son. Um who is married. This is the other part that is like kind of coming out of the woodwork is that he 
claimed on the show that he was not married right. anymore, but he was, and he wasn't even separated. He says I'm separated, but he's not separated. Um, um, so that's all you miss. And then I would just jump in with last week's episode and then watch uh, tomorrow night's episode. Right. Because Andy says that join in the episode that aired last week hadn't been touched since the, um, and uh, post, the whole yeah, post like scandal, scandal, like nothing was touched. And so it was like crazy to watch. Well, the whole storyline of the episode, they keep saying, I would never bring my man around Lala. They keep saying Lala? it in the interview chairs. Like, sorry, not Lala, Raquel. Mm. They keep saying it over and over again. And then the only other thing is, you know, Lala, I loved her for a long time. Like the beginning, she's tough, tough stuff. And she's dealing with some substance things and Rand and all this stuff. And then, you know, you start to love her in season six on because she's kind of like says what everyone's thinking. But her delusion is present. And something that she says this past week is that she is like, she has this double standard for Raquel when she does kind of similar behavior. (laughs) And so something that comes at the, came out at the top of this current season of VPR that's airing, she and James talk publicly on camera about how they both cheated on their ex, on their exes, um, with each other. And no one had ever known that. It was always a rumor they fucked, but they confirm it. <sighs> and so Raquel's like, why are you telling me I can't make out with Tom Schwartz when you literally just told me that you fucked James? My like, like two years into our relationship. And she's like, it's different. Is it? That was a while ago. And our friend is sitting right here. I'm like, okay, I understand this. The physical situation is different. Like I wasn't sitting next to you, listening to you, finding out about this, but like, you don't, you're really not the person to tell me what is, what, what, sh- what I can and cannot do. I mean, like, and Ooh. I don't think she's either are doing, either are doing things that are correct, but like, I don't think, I do think she has a point on that. These women but, are, these people are exhausting. They're exhausting. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I have to say. And it's real. That's what's like even more crazy. I know. Is that it's literally That's why it's real. good. It, there's no producer like egging this along like if this is fucking real <laughs> well i think producers were egging some things but like like i'm sure producers were getting in raquel's ear about making it with tom shorts yeah like that yeah but not fucking tom sandoval for six months but something we didn't talk about in the trailer is in the trailer we actually get a raquel and tom kiss i feel like i didn't even notice it like they, there's a kiss Tom, in the trailer. Um, Schwartz. No, Tom Schwartz. Yes, yes, yes. Schwartz, Schwartz, yeah. not Sandoval. Well, supposedly the other kiss is her Gross. too, but. And I saw in the trailer the final scenes where Sheena's in that bucket hat and she's like, I was filled with so much rage. That is confirmed film. That is recent footage. Got it. Because she was photographed by TMZ wearing that bucket hat. The bucket hat <laughs> saved us. She was photographed wearing the bucket hat going to. Ariana's house oh to God. console her. What a nightmare. But yeah, go watch our reaction video. We watched that on, on Instagram. So go check that out. Um, it's hard to honestly talk about because it's so shocking. The end of her, and so the, recent, the footage of her screaming, like that was filmed 10 days ago. If that, yeah. Yeah. If that you're right. Yeah. Like, 
I've watched six seasons of Vanderpump Rules between now and that era. Yeah, you've lived six <laughs> years with these people in 10 days. I have, I have. Um, wait, so you are kind of caught up on Summer House, but I have a couple things to say about it. And, you know, I'm, I, I, I express my, my turn on Lindsay and Carl. And I think Carl needs to just not be on the show. No. He doesn't want to be he there. He doesn't want to be there. And I actually don't think it's healthy for him. Yeah, we're seeing in last week's episode that I he's taking off his mic. He's sitting in his... Two weeks ago two weeks, is the one yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, He's sitting in his room. He They're leaving early. He's, it's too much. And I, I would also feel like it's too much. So I don't blame him for that at all. I think he's also mm-hmm. really conflicted because... I genuinely think him and Lindsay love each other. I don't think that that's made up at all. I think so. I think he's conflicted by everybody hating their relationship so much and telling them so much. I feel badly about that. Like I, I can't imagine being in their shoes being like, this is my life partner. This is the one. This is the one. Everybody's like, no, trash, disgusting. Don't do but, it. You guys are changing each other. You're horrible for each other. And you guys are sitting there almost 40 being like, well, I, I want this to be it. And it's going to be it. I know. But the thing that's hard about it is like you always like there is always time and time only makes things stronger. And I just don't understand. I understand the logistics of pregnancy, but Lindsay, you know, and I, and I know that that's important to her, that she wants kids. But you should never rush that just because you found someone who would do it with you because that doesn't mean that you have a steady relationship to sustain that. Mm-hmm. You, a kid is forever. Like mm-hmm. like a partner, whether you say it at an altar or not, is not necessarily mean that they are actually forever because shit happens. But like a kid is forever. So you got to make sure you know where you're aligned with that like take time i think before you commit to children of someone i mean they haven't even, they just bought a home together and all she keeps talking about is like i want to have babies with this man and i don't know i just i i for me i understand where danielle's coming from because in oh, the current totally. episode that aired on monday she's like it's just fast yeah. like can you just take a moment and realize it's fast and she's like why are you not supporting me and it's like why do you think she, and she says God, I love Danielle so much. She says in this, she says in Monday's episode, she goes, I am supporting you. Like friends should worry about friends, mm-hmm. like in all of their decisions, making sure that they know that their friend is making the best decision for them. That's being a best friend. She says this on camera. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Lindsay goes in one ear and out the other. I'm like, no, this girl is saying everything that you need to hear. And you just are being too stubborn to listen to her. Yeah, I yeah, I I honestly agree with everything Danielle ever says pretty much. So, mm-hmm. I just feel bad like this for Carl and because he's put in a really shitty situation where he's ready. They're both ready to settle down. They're both like ready to have kids and like why not? If it's right, it's right kind of thing. And I don't fully right. agree with that, but to have on national television your 
friends be so shitty towards your relationship must be really fucking brutal. So, like, whether you are team them or team not them, it's I, I really agree, yeah. tough to watch. Well, and Kyle is being a dick. Dick. Yeah, he's being really... The things he's... You... you Weaponizing people's sobriety, is, whether you are the sober person or not, is not... That is not healthy. It's not... It's, it's it's mean. It's bully yeah. behavior. It's really mean. It's a, it's certainly not anything that a friend, a best friend should do. So I don't get that. But well, and something that came up in this current episode is that Lindsay is this current episode. Lindsay is like drinking, drinking mm-hmm. again. Yeah, um, they talk about it. Yeah. And, you know, I like my partner and I like have very different habits. Like he does not drink and I do. And there are situations where like if there's a situation where like we are going to go out. Like I'll be like, I'm going to go do this tonight. And like you do something else. Cause that's not a scenario that he would enjoy himself mm-hmm. in because that's not the way he navigates life. Right. And they kind of go through a scenario like that where they're like in they're Danielle's like, they're all trying to go to Montauk after a party. And, um, <laughs> Lindsay is like, it's like, I want to go to Montauk. Like she's like, literally like, it's like, she just wants to go and drink rosé by the beach and like get a little litty and feel bad in the morning. Like she just wants, she wants to do that. But Carl's like, you know, I'm, I'm good. Like I don't, that's just not like my vibe. Like it's going to take an hour to get there. Like I'm not going to be drinking. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just there to like watch you guys have fun. And, um, she gets mad at Danielle because she's like, well, what, what do you think? What am I supposed to do? Like, I'm the. I would be the only single person not going. I hate when and people Danielle's say like, that. I have kind a of partner. Shit. Yeah, I have a partner, and I'm going. She's like, "Well, that's different." And she's like, "What do you mean it's different? Yeah. Like, just come. Like, you guys don't have to be together all the time. Like, respect when there are things that each other want to do." And she gets like mad at her for suggesting. She's like, "How dare you suggest how I should navigate my relationship?" And it's like. She's like, I'm just trying to like have make sure you have a healthy relationship and have a good time. Yeah, like if you want to do this, like you guys spend every waking moment together. Like they really yeah, do. They really there are do. a couple that does. And they also live together. So like, like why not just if you if this is something you want to do, you said you wanted to do it. Just come do it. Like don't let him hold you, not hold you back, but dictate your decisions when he doesn't care. Yeah, it's like her controlling over his. Well, like, she's very protective. Behavior. She's very I know, protective. But what's going to happen? But he's a full adult, so he's an adult. And he's done nothing to mislead you. And I'm sorry, the Maya cheating thing with him—not cheating, but like leading him astray by offering him weed and then thinking that she's hitting on him. I'm like, this girl's not hitting on him. They're friends, and he, Carl, and I think Carl is is one of those straight men who has a lot of friends that are women that he's never crossed the lines yeah. with. Like, Danielle and him were in a relationship, of course, before they became best friends. But then they just became best friends, and life was just normal. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, it's fr- it's I don't think frustra- he's not to be trusted around watch. I think this definitely will be Carl's last season. Um, I am not sure if Lindsay would be there full time. I mean, she's such a staple of Summer House, so it's hard to imagine without her. But holistically, these girls can carry without her i think like i don't know what the show can carry though if in in a new generation of it 
Like, do you think well, they can it's revamp like, it that's with what's a new so gen? Confusing in about this premise is I don't know if they expected to get this many seasons because, Mm-mm. like, Carl, I mean, Kyle is literally forty years old, and Amanda and him and Sam. Well, Sam, the new girl, is like twenty three. Yeah, and so <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, so like when you tr- start having babies, which could happen like any fucking day now like we're not uh, uh, like it's just in i think Paige is going to like be the reigning queen of the house mm-hmm. yeah definitely and, and she's and great she's great and i think say that, what you like, want about her but... kyle and amanda will always like bop in and out but it's giving like lisa it's gonna give like lisa vanderpump and the kids like in a second we're almost, yeah. we're almost there. I mean, to be honest with you, Jax is not that far off in an age gap from Lisa as Kyle is to some of these no, young Kyle like, and Jax, Jax is like old. They're all like 40. <laughs> well, Jax is older than yeah, Kyle. Like, but I'm yeah. saying like in the in the beginning, like Jax is like I think 45 or older. No, it's literally what put into perspective. So the gap between the two of them is probably the same. The gap between Jax and Lisa Vanderpump is probably the same gap between Kyle and any new person that walks into the house. Yeah. Like <laughs> Ashley, Ashley Darby. Who, who's that? Is oh, Ashley their Darby, yeah. age, and she's on Housewives television. There's a millenni- There's a housewife on Jersey that is younger than Kyle. Leah McSweeney is Kyle's age. So it's like mm-hmm. when you look at it like that, it's like really bananas. Right. Like, could you imagine Leah McSweeney and Sam going around Montauk together dating guys? No. no. No, the only reason I yeah I I'm just curious to see what next season looks like because of just everybody's seriousness in life, which is great. But it's not what some it's like we like we're not signing up for like family. No, they need to like have a summer house legacy season where they bring in like the Workers Twins, the Gay, Hannah Burner, Paige to come back. Luke, Jordan, yeah. Jordan Jordan I I kind of stand I I loved that season with Jordan and Jules one of the best seasons of Summer House yeah because Jordan Paige and Hannah Burner all were working at Betches together and like were struggling and just trying to like live life they're just like normally and they would just like take the car in from the Betches office and like film the show and then go back and so they just have it it feels younger than Mm -hmm. and like it was so incestuous and his like (laughs) he is like he's full on Dahmer status to me like he could be a murderer i was gonna say incel and closeted uh did you say incel (laughs) for who he's an incel for jordan oh but wait wait does incel i thought incel meant like you were like a spy what does incel Tom. mean? Incel is people who like w- aren't se- like it's like the January Sixers who like think like sex with a woman is gay because like your penis is going into someone else, and so they like refuse to have sex with anybody because it's like all. And that's what an incel. They just don't. Or is that have, an no, example no. of it's an incel? That's on the level of incel. Incels don't have sex with people because they think they're better than it. 
in my mind, I always thought incel was like someone posing as something else. No, for some, for, no, no, for, no, 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 no. For benefit. Incels are people who... Like, I thought you meant he's posing as straight no. to just be friends with all these no, girls. No, no, no. Like, or to be friends with guys. It's people who don't, who choose, quote unquote, nerds who choose, quote unquote, to not have sex because, like, they're better right. than it. And they also, like, yeah, think sex with women is, like, homophobic. Party. I learned something new every day. <laughs> Wait, so at work, actually, they now, now everyone makes fun of me because they say party all the time at the end of just like a conclusion. Sure. And so now like they say it to clients. So we're like, party. It's so rude. <laughs> well, it's not rude. It's just like, okay, let's move on. No, but like. It's <laughs> like when you hit a dead end, what are you supposed to do? Just say party. <laughs> but sometimes it's very rude. No, we don't really. We say it more just to each other. Like we'll be in a situation where we're like. And my boss will let her go party. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a delightful way to be like we're so fucked, yeah, but fuck here we this. are. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we talked about a lot. Incels. Is there anything else you're watching? Oh, Top Chef. Oh, do you have any Top Chef? Yeah. Wait, we haven't talked. Aired a couple weeks are ago. Are you up to date? I'm loving it. Naturally, it was just. Oh, it was not produced. Someone made risotto on the first episode of All Stars mm-hmm. 20th season of Top Chef. It was iconic because the person had <laughs> she was Italian. The person had no fucking clue why it was so iconic. And yeah. she bombed, not in a good way. Bombed. She made like what did she, what they keep calling it something when something not, it was like al dente risotto and it's like that doesn't exist. Well, yeah, they were like, yeah, it's just it was undercooked. just bad. And you know, I'm sad. I, I I'm going to say s- something. I'm sad. Unpopular. What's her name? Went home. Well, last episode. Yes. Yeah, spo- wait, spoiler, spoiler alert. If you have not watched Top Chef this season and you're going to watch, I would fast forward a bit because we're about to talk about something. But Dawn went home. I'm sad. I really like her. I just think she's, she gets so stressed in the game that, I don't know. I feel bad. I think she's better. Then she performed. I don't like her. Why? <laughs> because how many times, how many times, that, this is why I got so mad at her on the last season, is like she has time management issues, yet they continue to praise her for her behavior. But I'm like, there's a big they problem here. They don't praise her. That, no, I know, but they're like, you. no, no, no. But they'll be like, you made it to the finish line this time. I'm so proud of you. Like, no, that's the bare minimum. <laughs> Putting the food on the plate, like that part is something you and I could do. Put the food on the plate. <laughs> so that's why I'm always like, why are we why are we praising her for doing what everyone else should do? I understand why it's disappointing because when she does get the food on the plate, it's, it's always like, so well, delicious. bitch, this is crazy good. Yeah. yeah. I just think she has some ego about her that bothers me that like I wonder if there's like some Top I'm chef sure contestants. Emotionally, she has some shit about her season, anyways, because of all of the like. She's technically the winner, um, because of the douche that won, um, and also is actually yes. harassed his employees. So, well, okay, sure. <laughs> now, now you're making me feel. No, bad, I'm not but I'm saying, saying <laughs> that. Tom, I'm saying she probably has some like ego shit because she's like, I should have won my season, but I'm the but winner. She was a. She was a guest judge all last season. She's technically the winner. 
Well, no, but they had a ton of people come no, on from previous seasons. That I, not everyone was winners that was back last season. Sure. Um, I'm loving the little tiny guy <laughs> that keeps. I can't. Up. Um, you won't let me talk. I thought you talk about VPR for ten minutes uninterrupted. I know, but I was just saying I was trying to talk about my my dislike for Dawn, but you know it's okay. I think she's amazing. I do, I do. I just think she's just a bit frustrating on TV, and I don't get why everyone loves her as much. Fair. So, but the the little guy. I, I don't know his name, but he's so endearing. Couldn't tell you. Well, that's other, you know, and this is gonna. I'm gonna sound like a boomer, but with it being <laughs> World All Stars, I'm like one more time. <laughs> oh my gosh! Hold on, Top Chef. Can you spell? Can you spell yeah. that name for me? Um, um, what'd you Google, little guy? No, I just said no, Top Chef season twenty cast. Just when I Google, not Top Chef season little guy. I did die for little guy though when he like took he spilled all that water on Don's plate and was like, sorry. <laughs> but he's also there's like a language barrier too, so it's like the way he's reacting. I'm sure is he probably feels so bad, but like it's going he does, over he's like, I don't, her I'm, head. I don't have time. I don't have time to care about this, but sorry. <laughs> And then she wanted to drag him and judging and they kind of just didn't let her. It's <laughs> just really funny to me. <laughs> no, I'm loving him. I'm also loving I'm the um, Canada guy. The the can, one, can, yeah. yeah, the hot. Well, hot. hot. First hot. of all, hot. Red hair, tattoos, mustache, hot. Yeah, he's very hot. fine. There's a lot of hotties, actually. Yeah. Yeah, there really is. Sarah from... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do love Sarah. Yeah, I like her too. What, what season? Kentucky, I think. Yes. Top Chef Finalist Kentucky. on Kentucky. I really liked her in that season. Um, you know, I to be honest with you, I found What's-His-Face to be, oh, speaking of ego, a bit of an egomaniac last season. I'm shocked they brought him back, the winner oh, from last yeah, season. Oh, uh, Buddha. Yeah, he didn't, didn't do it for me. Yeah, same. Mm. So I was kind of bummed. And he also just won. Just won. Oh, Gabrielle like, is we... the guy that we like, the little guy from Mexico City. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I want to go hang out with him. <laughs> oh, I'm I am glad that they um Amar is back. Amar Santana. He won. He was in the finals Top Chef California. This guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, no, I yeah. know who he is. I think um, he's really talented. Yeah. yeah I mean, I thought of they're him. all talented. Look at me. So. <laughs> and the rest we will learn your name soon. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, one thing about Top Chef I realize is it is not a phone show because you got to watch the no, food. No, my eyes have to be on the screen. And there's so many quick fires. I'm like, fuck, I checked Instagram. I got to go back and rewatch <laughs> what the food looked like. <laughs> Pat and Padma will be like, that Ritz cracker amuse bouche was unbelievable with the fennel on it. And I'm like, absolutely. And then I'm like, wait, actually, I have no idea what she's talking about. So I was like, go back and rewatch Sometimes, it. like, because the homosexual queer audacity, I think I could do some of this stuff. <laughs> kicks you couldn't there's an element of this that you're not thinking about and that is the pressure of being on television <laughs> you wouldn't know what which, which hand up. was left and right <laughs> let alone how to put something on a ritz cracker <laughs> but like sometimes they're like simple is simple is amazing and i'm like that you're speaking my language okay we'll do it when when they get a challenge, make it in the kitchen yeah. and see what you can pull pull up. Yeah, the-, the only thing with you though is you are a very very good cook, but you love a recipe, and this is not you. You have to do it off the top of your head. No, I don't. 
No, but kicks, you love a recipe, you follow it, and then you just, and then you have it in your brain, you can access it. But like, for, for some of the new stuff, oh, sure. like you wouldn't know where to start and you can't have a recipe. Yeah. You know, like you would have to literally just like figure it out, which I, I learned how to make. I, I was proud of myself the other week. I meal prepped like this um, uh, little casserole thing that I like when I have like leftover chicken and I made a roux without even looking at the recipe. I made cream of vegetable without looking at a recipe. I felt so proud. I think that, I think that's great. There's a lot of people that can't do that. See, that's so. what I'm saying. I, I cream and vegetable. I'm on. I'm on Top Chef. They're like, today we have a barbecue challenge. And he's like, cream and vegetable. Is that okay? Fucking got it. Today we have sushi challenge. Cream and vegetable. I just <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The like, raw fish challenge? in it. It's just, it's just by nice raw fish. It's not that, but nice try. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, well, Top Chef Corner is a wrap. Um This is the this is the end. Um I am watching Next Level Chef, which no one cares about except me and the TikTok girls, so Um I don't know what Richard that is. Richard Blaze is a judge <laughs> on it, which I love him. He is another chef that annoys me. I get it. He has a crazy ego. And that hair. But see, the egos that work for me are the Voltaggio brothers. Oh, because they're hot. <laughs> That's why it works. Well, I don't need them to be hot. They just, their ego is like. Justified. A part of them in a way that just, and, and, and justified. <laughs> yeah, like Richard Blaze is like Richard Blaze because he likes to like use ice. And I'm sorry, big hair is not a personality. No, what is Big the, hair does the, not a personality nitrous, make. But the. Oh, oh, um, gastro astronomy yes. does not a personality yeah. make. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> oh my god, Wiley Dufresne would. Beg I'm gonna. To by the way, I'm gonna go eat well, away that, that's frozen a Trader, point, Joe's, though, Trader Joe's chicken. Wiley Dufresne did make a whole career out of. And he's not very cool looking. <laughs> no, well, I think he's. I think he's out of this world looking. Are you kidding me? He's got like thinning ass hair and like a mustache. Cool. No, I know, but you said that like that's not his leading factor. Like that is with Richard Blaze. No, but I'm saying I'm saying gastro gastro not <laughs> intestinal issues. What is it? Gastro gastronomy. <laughs> gastro something like that. Yeah, did make his personality. Well, because he is one of the first to do it, <laughs> so I'll I'll give him that. I didn't know I knew so much about <laughs> yeah, these chefs, so here I am. Yeah, we have about five listeners right now. Um, next week. We will be covering, drum roll, America's Next Top Model, Cycle 4, Episodes 2 and 3. ANTM can be found on, um, I believe, all streaming platforms for purchase, and then uh, you can stream stream it uh, on Hulu. So, Cycle 4, Episodes 2 and 3. We're going to chat a little makeovers. We're going to chat one of my favorite moments in Antium Herstory. It's a good one. So get excited. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.